Hey, saints of God, welcome to Word for Today. I pray that this Word today will change you. It changed me. Come on, let's learn together. Hello, saints of Yahweh, what's up? It is another glorious, wonderful day in the Lord. Hallelujah, glory be to God. We just give God all the thanks and praise today. This January 16th, 2024, Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everyone. I pray that you have had a wonderful day in the Lord, no matter what is going on in life, no matter what is uh, around us, no matter what situations we find ourselves in, we should be having a glorious day in the Lord. We know that God is in us and that God that is in us gives us victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Victory is mine. Glory to God. Say that with me. Victory is mine. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God gives us all the victory because we are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, let's get on with our word for today. A word for today. Kingdom living is. Kingdom living is faith, hope, love. Faith of God. Hope in Jesus. And we are going to love all. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is kingdom living. And uh, that's what we're going to do. All right. As as uh, I've been uh, teaching about uh, kingdom living is, and uh, we've been looking at the scripture in, uh, well, we have looked at several scriptures, but uh, just to keep things a, a little more succinct, I'm going to just, just go to uh, John chapter 10. And I've been talking about Psalm 23 and how it coincides with the John 10. And so I want to go back and read John 10 from verse 1. And I'm going to read verse 1 through verse 11. Okay, so and I'm reading from the Passion Translation, the Passion Translation, and it reads, Jesus said to the Pharisees, listen to this eternal truth. The person who sneaks over the wall to enter into the sheep pen, gather uh, rather than coming through the gate, reveals themselves as a thief coming to steal. But the true shepherd walks right up to the gate and and because and because the gatekeeper knows who he is, he opens the gate to let him in, and the sheep recognize the voice of the true shepherd, for he calls his own by name and leads them out for they belong to him. And when he has brought out all his sheep, he walks up, he walks ahead of them and they will follow him for they are familiar with his voice, but they will run away from strangers and never follow them because they know 
is it's a voice of a stranger. Jesus told the Pharisees this parable, even though they didn't understand a word of, of what he meant. They didn't understand a word of what he meant. Word. Okay, and verse 7. So Jesus went over it again. Jesus went over it again. He said, I speak to you an eternal truth. I am the gate for the flock. All those, all those who broke in before me are thieves who came to steal. But the sheep never listened to them. I am the gateway. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. A thief has only one thing in mind. They want to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. I am the good shepherd who lays down my life as a sacrifice for the sheep. This is Jesus talking to us about being the good shepherd. And he does it twice. He does He does this parable twice in this same passage of scripture in, from, from 1 to 6 and then from 7 to 11. And he does the same, he, he talks about the same thing, but he does it just a little differently. And he, it says the Pharisees could not understand what he was talking about because they didn't have the Holy Spirit. And they really wasn't interested in what Jesus had to say. They wanted to get rid of him. But there were some who were listening and listening intently to receive what Jesus was saying. As he said, <clears throat> excuse me. As he said in uh, uh, Romans, I believe it was that when he said to them that the king and some of you, the kingdom is expanding and that that is expanding in them because they wanted to know who he was. They wanted to hear what he said. They want they knew that he was the son of God, but they weren't quite sure what this was leading to. And so it was expanding in them. Now, in these in these two verses of scripture that Jesus lays out that he's the good shepherd, uh, um, he 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 talks about how life is given for us and how we experience life. And in the beginning, in the first part, you see that he says that the person who sneaks over the wall to enter into the sheep pen rather than coming through the gate reveals themselves as a thief coming to steal because they, they don't come up to the gate. They try to climb over the wall to come to steal. He says, but the true shepherd walks right up to the gate and the gatekeeper knows who he is and opens the gate to let him in. Now, in the second one, it says that I am the gate. He says, but the sheep never listened. Oh, I'm sorry. He says, I am the gateway. To enter through me is to experience life. Now you see that he says this similarly um, in the first in the first part uh, in part of seven. He says, "I speak to you eternal truth. I am the gate for the flock." And the first one he says, and he's talking about that he the true shepherd walks up to the gate, 
And the gatekeeper knows who he is, so he lets him in. And then in the second one, it says that I am the gate for the flock, that he's the actual gate for the flock. And that then he says, I am the gateway. So I'm the opening. I'm the I'm how they come in. Did you see how he, how he changed that? He talked about himself as the shepherd before his death, and then he talked about himself as the shepherd after his death. Wow! Glory to God. Jesus. Oh my goodness! The wisdom that God gave Jesus is in us. Is in us through the Holy Spirit of God. God gives us the wisdom of God to understand how God wrote this thing down. He talks about himself, first of all, as the shepherd walking up to the gate. And he comes through the gate as 100% human. And he says, he walks up to the gate and the gatekeeper knows who he is. And so he opens the gate and let him in. That's God. And this is before death. And so then after death, he says he became the gate for the flock. He now after death and after his resurrection, he became the gate for us to be able to walk through to experience life and freedom and satisfaction. Glory to God. He he says then he has He says, I have come to give you everything in abundance. He's talking about himself after death. Now in Christ Jesus, we have life and godliness. This is that he has given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. Read Read those two scriptures in its fullness. Meditate on that. Look at who Jesus says that he is. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you. Don't just read it in, in one, in one uh, uh, translation. Read it in several. And look at how Jesus worded this thing. And how he talked about himself before and after. This is before he, go, he dies and is rose again. And then the second part is after. He says, and I, go, I went over it again. <laughs> he said, I'll give you, I'm just speaking eternal truth to you. And I say it again. And then he gives more revelation. It's wonderful how much God has given us, how much God has imparted into us with the Holy Spirit of God. With the Holy Spirit of God. God has given us so much. Now, let's go to Psalm 23. And we read verses 1, 2, and 3 yesterday, I believe. Yes, one, two, and three. And um, it says, uh, the Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. He tracks, his tracks take me to an oasis of peace. The quiet brook of bliss. That's where That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Now, verse 4. Lord, 
even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness. Fear will never conquer me, for you already have. Now, I need to stop there. And that's just the first half of verse 4. But it's, first of all, I want to look at how he words this. Now, you got to remember, this is a paraphrase. So this is someone writing how they believe that this would go. And it's, there's one thing that I want, I want us to look at. But he says here, he says, Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of the deepest darkness. Now, why is it God's path? This is where we get off when we think that God is taking us through something that God is not taking us through. If <clears throat> He says, no, it's when the path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness. Not God's path. It's not God's path. God's path would be clear and, and open for us. But as we go through the path that is before us, it will take us sometimes through a valley of deepest darkness. Let's let, let's go to um, let's do the King James. And the King James, the New King James, reads, and this is how the scripture reads. It reads, "Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, yea, though I walk through, I'm going through the valley of shadow and death." Doesn't say it's God's path. Doesn't say it's your path. Your path, it just says that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow, and that's the one thing you got to remember, it's a shadow. It's not even real. It's a shadow blocking out the sunlight, blocking out the rays of the sun. He says, even though I walk through the shadow of death, I will feel no evil. And this one, it says, uh, and, and I'm taking it your out. It says, Lord, even when the path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me. Fear will not conquer me. You know why? Because love already has. And that's what that means. It says, for you already have. Love has already conquered us. Love has already completely consumed us so that we walk in righteousness. It says, God's footsteps lead me. It says, and leads me along his footsteps of righteousness. I am in right standing with God. And God's footsteps of right standing leads me in his love so that I can bring honor to his name. Even though I walk through the valley of deepest darkness, even though things come in my life. The enemy attacks us trying to get God out of us. Told you, we're not the target. God is. Trying to get us off, trying to get the God out of us. Trying to get us off God. Trying to get us off kingdom walking, doing what's right, doing it causes right, and doing it right. Bringing in darkness. <laughs> Trying to snuff out the light. But the light is in us. So he can't snuff it out. He can't distinguish it. Because the, because the light is in us. We are the light. And therefore, 
it can't conquer us. It says, fear will never conquer me because love already has. And so when we have this, the scripture says that perfect or mature love cast out all fear, all fear. I'm not afraid because love fills me. Love is in me. Doesn't say we don't feel fear. Doesn't say that fear doesn't try to come in on us. But the love of God that fills us, the love of God that's in us, conquers that. When we allow God's fullness to be in us, and we really believe, we have the faith of God, that we know the word of God is true. We know that God is faithful and that what God has said he'll do, he'll do. And that if we have to move in, we have to move in the kingdom living way and do what kingdom livers do. That means we're going to walk in love. That means we're going to do right. It means we're going to say what's right. And, and sometimes when we don't, <laughs> because love is growing us up, we're big enough to say, I apologize. We're humble enough to say, I shouldn't have done that. I apologize. I was wrong. Mm. Forgive me. And so we set things back right. Bringing honor to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Help us to walk in this, God. Help us to walk in the fullness of your love as your love flows through us and overflows out of us so that we can change everywhere we are by you, by your favor, by your love that flows out of us, that we can change the lives around us, our life, first of all, and then the lives around us. We thank you that you help each one of us and that you are in us. And because you're in us, we are more than conquerors and we have the victory. Amen. Glory to God. I thank you, God. I thank you. I thank you for taking the time to listen. I love you. And Jesus loves you so much more. I'll talk with you tomorrow. All God's Children Community Church wants to thank you for listening to this podcast. Hi, I'm Pastor Terry, and I'm your host. And I want to thank you for your support of this program. If you would scroll to the bottom of the uh, link, the bottom of the website, uh, you will see that there's a link that says support this show. If you click on that link, it will take you securely to our cash app that you can give to Word for Today. And I want you to give. So that according to Philippians chapter 4, verses 17, that you will receive 
the good that comes from giving. Good comes from giving. You know, the word also says that God loves a cheerful giver. And because God wants us to support those who support us with the word. So uh, if you are getting fed, we appreciate that support. And I will pray that my God will supply all your need according to his riches and glory. Because you support this podcast. And I know that God will give everything that he has. And it says, my God will use his wonderful riches in Christ Jesus to give you everything you need. And so I believe God for that. And I thank God for it. Also, just below that, you'll see our web, uh, our uh, email account. And if you would, please drop me an email to, uh, and just to let me know how the podcast is going, uh, if it's blessing you, and um, your questions, if you have any. And uh, if I get enough of the questions, I will dedicate a podcast to answering those questions. So uh, I appreciate you, your support. I thank you for your time. And may God Rich's blessing continue to be poured out on you as you live in the kingdom and as you bless others.